This is the John Oakley Show podcast. And away we go. It's that part of the program where we get our panel in here and drill down on topics worthy of discussion. For Pizzaville, dial pound 3636. Kevin Cadet is the president of Bright Point Strategy and formerly headed the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. He's joined us. Hello, Kevin. Great day for talk radio, Johnny. It is indeed. Thank you for being here. Joe Mahevic, former city councillor. Currently, he's a visiting prof at York University in Urban Studies. How's Joe? Joe's great today. Just came back from uh, Europe. And boy, are your arms tired. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's kind of sort of not the joke. He swam. Okay. Well, that destroys the bit entirely. I mean, I feel right, right out of place. I know it. I wrote it. Okay. Uh, David Sparrow is a president of ACRA National and uh, one-time stand-up chameleon. Okay. Chameleon, too. That's right. That's it, David. How are That's you doing? It. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here, John. You know, I'm just uh, trying to tell it like it should be. Okay. Well, you know, uh, you should get back into political life then, because that's exactly what they do as a rule. Hey, let me ask you, you know, as it should have been, maybe, the uh, parade yesterday, we heard from people earlier, uh, some were disenchanted with the way the whole thing went down, notwithstanding, of course, the shooting that obviously upset a lot of people, most people, uh, but it's just the planning or the logistics of it left a lot to be desired. People left in the sweltering uh, Nathan Phillips Square, a lot of kids there too. I mean, crushed, no uh, water, no food, uh, maybe too few facilities for washrooms and so on and so forth. So I'll throw it around the horn and your thoughts on the matter. Or do you think it was just one of those high watermark occasions culturally and for the sporting life in Toronto? How did you assess it, Kevin? Well, I've never planned an event like that. So it's... I look at it, and, and absent any information, I say to myself, man, we had a, whatever the number was, north of a million people show up downtown. I, I, don't, I don't know how you plan for that, to be honest. All things considered. Well, here's a, for instance, uh, when you've got the buses coming out of the exhibition grounds, <laughs> and the timeline stated is somewhere between 10 a.m. to noon or 12.30, they're at Nathan Phillips Square. They weren't even close by like two in the afternoon. And, uh, you know, so people are delayed and they're anxious and there's no entertainment down in the square itself. Uh, maybe somebody dropped the ball. Maybe there could have been a police escort that uh, expedited this thing, traveling through Lakeshore East and up York and University. I mean, could have been better, better but I, I, I don't want to make too big a deal out of it. Okay, well, no, that's fair if you don't, but some people who have called in and were dismayed, in fact, outraged, Joe Mahevic, I mean, do these things come together, uh, you know, in such a short timeline that it's unfair to be critical? Well, I'd say two things. One is, it's like the wedding where something always something goes wrong. What do you want to focus on? Do you want to focus on the wedding and just make sure that the good feeling that we as Torontonians and frankly all, all across Canada, do you want to focus on that or do you want to focus on some of the negative pieces? And I think Torontonians, uh, I think, uh, want to focus on the good time. We create, the Raptors create a spirit of togetherness from all sides of a Canadian society, and that's, I think, what people want to hold. And the rest is, frankly, um, something else. On the logistics, I, I've been part of uh, the Caribbean Carnival Festival. That's half a million to a million. They're starting to plan it now. These things take months and months of coordination. I was part of the uh, Catholic World Youth Day in 2002, and that took a year of preparation ahead of time. You can't just flick on a switch and get a big name uh, musician or singer. Uh, maybe Dave would say something something on that. And when you have crush loads, and that's what we had is crush loads, a police escort is not going to work. So it 
is what it is. Some people had a great time just kibitzing with uh, their neighbors and friends and people that they didn't know. And I think that's what Torontonians want to hold from this uh, from this great. Uh, All right. So victory. we cut them some slack. The organizers some slack. How about you? You want to focus on the wedding crasher, Dave? <clears throat> I, I do. Uh, no. In, in fact, uh, as uh, folks know, I'm a former paramedic, and so looking at this from an emergency services point of view, is they should have been planning this, hoping that the like before the rapture win, hoping that they would win and making sure that they had a, a really workable plan in place. You know, I think back to things like the Pope's visit at Downsview where there was a toilet overload and, and uh, flooding issues and, and et cetera, and that was a, another large crowd. So we've had experience in the past that should have caused us to be better prepared this time, and I think people out in the heat, without food, without water, um, with uh, limited access to toilets, uh, this is the kind of thing that they could have better prepared. They could have better lined the parade route, as, as you say, and, and moved the vehicles through. And I think perhaps one of the things that we should learn from this is that if you're, if you're anticipating a huge crowd... Nobody knew it would be two million, but if you're anticipating a huge crowd, then maybe you don't have the whole parade route. Maybe instead you uh, bring the people into the one location, say in the CNE grounds or something similar, where you can hold that uh, uh, that amount of people with the proper facilities provided. All right. So, uh, if from emergency planning st- uh, standpoint, you're saying more could have been done and be- done better. I think I think they could they could, certainly could have planned and, and done things better. And that said, I, I agree with uh, Joe that it was a fantastic uh, celebration and uh, and it was wonderful. I would say just uh, one other topic tied to this though is how. <laughs> How we have evolved over the years to accept that there was a shooting in a crowd in downtown Toronto, and it's just kind of like a almost an, an afterthought kind of thing. Oh, th- this happened. Oh, yeah, there was a shooting there, but let's move on. Um, is is our we have to give our heads a shake on this whole gun thing for well, sure? Well, you know, it's funny because uh, I likened it uh, earlier to a real metaphor for Toronto writ large. You've got buses that were tied up in traffic, late late <laughs> arriving, commuter chaos. There's a shooting, and only one guy gets booed, and that's Doug Ford. <laughs> I forgot the stabbings. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. There were some at uh, the Eaton Center. But on that matter, I mean, uh, with Ford, look, I guess it was Tip O'Neill who actually said, y- you never introduce a politician at a sporting event. We've learned that. Gary Bettman, Roger Goodell in the NFL. I mean, the crowd becomes hostile or harsh at the best of times, uh, what did you make of that? Anything to impute from that, Kevin? Like, uh, you know, this is great disaffection for the man already in the crowd was sort of the straw poll that indicates that or what well i i, I saw the the uh, the so-called affection for justin trudeau wasn't a whole lot different to be honest uh, i i simply i mean i think you're right for the most part it's uh it's a parade of of athletes about athletes and their successes nobody really wants just nobody gives a damn about seeing another politician shoot his mouth off you know and, and you know justin trudeau gets up there for example and and like, he doesn't even know anything about the game. I mean, it's, it's, it's hilarious, right? I mean, to suggest that somehow he's some kind of a basketball fan because he's wearing an expensive T-shirt is just ridiculous. I just think all politicians, I think they're smart, and if they're smarter, they just, like Andrew Shear, just stayed in the crowd. Um, if if you want to go, go and be seen. Do whatever you can do from a social media perspective, but don't weasel your way on the stage. All right. Well, do you think that there was anything to <clears throat> impute from the way uh, Doug was greeted? There, Joe. Well, 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 I do. Frankly, uh, I think uh, John Tory got a pretty good uh, ovation, and uh, I thought it was I a wondered... jacket, by the way. 
But maybe it was the Jack. No, but I think it was also the mayor. He's been a big supporter, and he's uh, he's known in that, and he's well regarded among Torontonians. Uh, I think Justin Trudeau. Um, that would have been a question mark, but he was uh, mildly. Uh, supported in in at least from the uh, cheers in the crowd, uh, which I found a bit surprising. But uh, so it was contrary to the polls uh, that uh, seem to be out there. Um, but I think Doug, I think he's his 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 numbers are declining, and he's rapidly becoming that person that you that you boo. I think it's a bad sign, frankly, for him. Unless that's not his crowd. By the way, you know he well, showed it's up. his crowd. It, that's his crowd. Is the it? sports crowd is his crowd. All right. Uh, I just wondered. I thought a lot of his crowd might be working. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we all took the day off. Well, it's, it's interesting you talk about his crowd because I think the Premier Ford's uh, people, you know, for the for the people, is certainly many of the things he's put into place, like uh, bucket beer and similar things, might be aimed at sports fans. Certainly, there was a diversity of people there, people from across the city. And uh, if this was the response he got, then it's something he should probably pay attention to in terms of his communication strategy. All right. If he had promised like free water for everybody and uh, bring in cartloads, you know, with drones or something. That might have got a cheer. Yeah, maybe a drop, a plane drop out of uh, whatever the carbon footprint was. The snowbirds could have dropped bottles of water at, you know, 500 miles an hour. Boxed water bottle thingies. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, Justin could have described (laughs) what they were being delivered in. Uh, By the way, you know, Doug Ford Ford did show up at the Pride Parade in York Region on a weekend. Uh, I mean, how do we assess this now, Mr. Sparrow? Because he said he was marching proudly with the police up there, York Region police. He's decided not to attend this weekend's, uh, or next weekend, I guess. When is it? This weekend? It's this weekend, isn't it? Sunday. The yep. Sunday. Yes. Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. And, and uh, he's decided not to because the police are not allowed to march in uniform. So uh, at least he's consistent. Did he make a statement? I, I'll tell you, all I can do is accolade him for uh, for showing up at a pride parade and marching in it. It certainly speaks to his uh, willingness to represent all, all different types of people, and that's, and that's great. And as far as the police issue goes, that's a very specific issue to the Toronto Pride Parade, and so hopefully they can uh, work their issues out over time. Kevin, did he make a statement on the weekend when he marched up? I thought, in the he, made, I thought he made a huge statement. I thought that uh, his, his non-involvement in the Toronto Pride Parade risked an appearance of being not sympathetic to the LGBT community, which, isn't an, which is not an accurate representation of who he is. And he blew apart that myth that uh, a whole bunch of haters of his wanted to hang their hats on. And when he said that he wouldn't go to Pride because he couldn't have uniformed officers, he put his money where his mouth is, he did the right thing, it's never the wrong time to do the right thing, and he walked proudly in Pride in York, so good for him. So he's taken that off the table as a critique that he's not marching in this parade because he's inimical to the community or anything like that, Joe? Yeah, I, I think he would have been booed in Toronto, uh, as <laughs> happened uh, with the Raptors, but it was a smart move on his on his part, 905 Country is a more sympathetic to him. It's a more modest crowd, more controlled. He marched with people that he knew would be on his side. Uh, but uh, yes, at the end of the day, on considering all the things, it was a good thing that he did. And um, yes, accolades to him for doing so. Oh, there you go. I wa- almost want to freeze that moment in time. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.